Welcome back then to the Real Madrid podcast and coming up in today's show we'll look ahead to the last match before the international break against Granada um, 48 hours after that shock 2-2 draw with Brugge in the Champions League. We'll assess the full reaction, we'll hear the views of Zidane, Ramos, Casemiro and Vinicius. But first today, let's check what's been making the headlines. Rumours of spending plans for January being leaked all over the media. Uh, one of the potential targets, though, Donny van der Beek, has quashed any rumour that he will be signing for Madrid in January. He said, I will finish the season at Ajax. I do not want to leave in the winter market. I'm very happy at Ajax. They appreciate me here and I want to return that thanks with more achievements. Uh, one they will have a little more success with should they try and pursue him is Christian Eriksen, whose future is going to be away from Tottenham. It's rumoured that a January offer in the region of £30 million will be successful. Now, there was speculation around why Gareth Bale and James Rodriguez did not appear in the squad for the Brugge game. Pictures released in training today ahead of the weekend meeting with Granada showed both looking in peak conditions. So rumours of injury uh, appear now to have been replaced with views that it was simply a tactical decision by Zidane not to have either involved. And staying with Gareth Bale after all of the positive energy created around him and his contributions this season, it never seems to take too long, though, does it, for those with other agendas to come to the fore as videos of Bale arriving after kickoff for the match against Brugge appeared across the media today. Now, making headlines for the right reasons is the 20-year-old Moroccan Ashraf Hakimi at Borussia Dortmund. After a very successful first season on loan last year, it was thought that he would be back in Madrid this season, but his stay was extended and is reaping further rewards again this season. His two goals for Dortmund secured victory in Prague this week. Uh, Perez, though, has informed Dortmund already that he will be back in Madrid for the start of next summer. Gabriel Jesus is again being linked with a move to Real Madrid. The 22-year-old, who's made 72 appearances, scoring 27 goals for Manchester City in his four seasons at the Etihad, believes that whatever he does out on the pitch, he simply cannot impress Guardiola enough. He was quoted as saying, It is very hard to compete for a place with Aguero, who is a legend of this club. I understand Pep's decisions, and I certainly respect Sergio Aguero. But it does hurt when you don't get involved in these important games. Now, remember, Bayern Munich moved heaven and earth almost to try and sign him in the summer. And it looks increasingly likely that a bidding war will ensue to try and secure him for next season. Now, before we look back at the Champions League, let's look ahead to this weekend's clash with Granada, who start the weekend second to Real Madrid in La Liga after what's been a sensational start to the season, which has seen them beat Barcelona by two goals to nil, as well as winning at Vigo and Espanyol. So, the tale of the tape, well, Granada have a total squad value of just over £30 million. It is the lowest of any squad in La Liga, and compare that to Madrid's valuation of their squad, 
which is 1.07 billion. Uh, the most valuable player that they've got on the books, the French midfielder Maxine Gonalon, who's currently on loan from Roma. Uh, this will be the 46th meeting between these two teams. Madrid have won 32, drawn eight, lost six. And uh, during this time, Granada have taken some hefty defeats. Nine goals to one they were beaten in this arena in 2015. 5-0 here last time in 2017, which was the last meeting before they were relegated. Now, there was one very memorable moment in Granada's history. It was back in January of 1974 when they won in Madrid by goal to nil. Felix Lorenzo Garcia, the name of the goal scorer that day, he made a little bit of history. On to the numbers then. 13 goals scored by Granada to 12 scored by Real Madrid. Eight different players scored for Granada. Antonio Puertas is the top scorer with three. Seven different players scored for Real Madrid. Benzema with five is the top scorer there. Four different players have provided assists for Granada. Ankel Montoro with three is the top assist provider. Ten different players have provided assists for Real Madrid. Carvajal with three is the most disciplinary. Well, 15 yellow cards, no red for Granada. 14 yellow and two red for Real Madrid. Average number of shots per game for Granada, 11.3 per game. Mackis with 2.1 with the most. Real Madrid considerably more, averaging 16.7 shots per game. Benzema with 3.8 the most. Average possession for Granada, 46.3 so far this season. 54.3 for Real Madrid. Uh, pass completion ratio for Granada, just 76.5. Real Madrid, 87.1. Uh, they concede Granada 10.6 shots per game to opponents, 7.7 is the number for Real Madrid. And the average number of tackles began for Granada, 14.3, 15.6 for Real Madrid. Now then, after the debacle in Paris, there were few Madrid fans who expected anything other than a comprehensive victory over Brugge in Champions League this week, especially in the light of the recent form that has seen Real Madrid rise to the top of La Liga. What they didn't expect is what happened inside that first 39 minutes at the Bernabeu. to breaking point what an opportunity and a stroke of good fortune in the end and it's not going to count Dennis turned it in eventually Courtois and co breathe again but what a mighty close call this was this is a close call this Ramos is holding the line just about got it right they let it go as they do in European competition he's not offside here and then miscontrols it, and that's what does Courtois. Well, that's one of the longer deliberations, but it means a great deal for Bruges. They go in front after what? The better part of a 90-second study of the evidence. Well, as long as they get it right. Luka Modric has given it away. Dennis Bonaventura is on his way again. He stumbles again, but it doesn't matter again. He'll never score a brace like it. This is unbelievable, what we're witnessing here. Modric gives the ball away, it's one pass, and Bonaventura's away, he stumbles again. 
stepping in, so to speak, for Real Madrid. Again, he nearly goes over, but he somehow sticks out a leg. It's almost like watching Harry Kane ten days ago, wasn't it, when he went over but still hit the target. Yeah, absolutely, but he stumbles there, takes the touch, Courtois goes down because of the stumble and he dinks it over him. It's a brilliant set things on their way. So Real Madrid headed into half-time, two goals to nil, down before goals from Sergio Ramos and Casemiro saved Madrid's considerable blushes. Well, after all of the good work, as we said, in recent weeks in La Liga, Champions League has again proven to be Madrid's damn fall as it stands. It was the joint worst start now to a Champions League campaign ever. Back in 2002-2003, they also began with a point after two games after defeat in Milan and a draw with Locomotive on match day. Tino Sergio Ramos summed up what needs to be done. He said, we have to do more. We have to be better. The big debate begins to rage again. What is the future of Courtois? Uh, the view seems to be that, yes, he is a world-class keeper, but not, it seems, in a Real Madrid shirt. And although he wasn't entirely responsible for the two goals in the first half, they said there is a feeling that he could have done more. Now, Zidane remembers that pre-season there will be no debate surrounding goalkeepers this season. Recent showings that may well force a bit of a rethink. Spanish radio, uh, the Belgian national team goalkeeping coach talking about Courtois. He said he's a great goalkeeper. The two goals that Brugger scored were very rare. I don't even know how he managed to score the first. On Hazard, he said he needs time, but he is at the biggest club in the world and the expectation levels are very, very high. On his physical condition, which still seems to divide many people, is he fat? Well, I've known him, he said, since he was 17 years of age. He's always been this size. Maybe it is the white shirt, but whatever it is, he has always been a great player and will be so in the future. Further reaction then from the players. Casemiro said on Hazard, he is trying very, very hard. We know he is one of the best players in the world. He just needs time to adapt. Emilio Butorguenio said the result was very unexpected. We started in the worst possible way, but the team showed courage to fight back. There is no margin for error against Galatasaray. We have to win the games. On to Vinicius, who came on in the second half but found the game very tough. He said it was very difficult. Uh, we are very sad at the moment with the outcome here, but we must look forward and concentrate on the next game. We must be more focused, though, in defence, so as we don't let these errors happen again. We must improve. And finally, the view of Zidane. He didn't pull any punches in the days following that result against Brugge. His summing up was, it is a bad result. We cannot be happy with the way we played in the first 45 minutes. There was a good reaction in the second, but I am not happy. At halftime, I told the team, you have 45 minutes to put this right. In the second half, we played with more heart and dedication on Courtois, he says, in the first, yes, you could blame Courtois, but the others were out there as well. Ramos, again, in agreement with what his coach said, said, yes, I agree with Zidane. I would, though, prefer to forget the first half, but we must reflect and we must come back stronger and better prepared. 
And that just about wraps it up then for today. Now, don't forget, you can listen back to all of the previous podcasts, and there are over 105 of them now, uh, via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com. Or you can follow us on all of the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, to name just a few. It's international break next week, but we will be back early next week to review the weekend's happenings. In the meantime, enjoy the match wherever you're watching it. From me, Tim Capel. Till next week, bye-bye for now.